Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I'm so excited to be back recording. I know I came back to the podcast a few weeks ago. This is like my maybe third week back since taking off the three months, I think. And um, it feels so good to be back speaking to all of you and be hearing all of your feedback and how the episodes have been resonating with you. It makes me so happy because... This podcast is my favorite part of my business. It's what I built before I even started my business. I get asked a lot about how I started my business and why I created the podcast. And when I started the podcast, I didn't have a business and I had no ideas for a business. I just knew like something deep inside me was like, I don't know what it was. It just, I had this like deep knowing that I had to start a podcast and there was no reason why. And it ends up, ended up being, you know, a central part of my business. It's why most people come to me. It's why most people work with me because I spill my entire heart and soul in my podcast. And I know that I get to share and communicate in a way that's just not possible through an Instagram post or an Instagram story or a Facebook post or an email. And I love those things. And I love writing and sharing with all of you, but uh, you got my whole heart here on the podcast. You get the unfiltered version of me. You'll get everything. And I'm so grateful that you are here listening to me. I'm so honored that you care about what I have to say. It truly does mean a lot to me that there are so many of you. And and I'm actually about to surpass 200k downloads, which is so surreal. When I started the podcast, I really assumed it would just be friends and family listening to me blabber on about my life. And here we are, uh, 200k downloads later. I'm so grateful. I love each and every one of you so, so, so much. And with that said, I want to get into the topic of this episode, and I actually want to talk to you a lot about divine timing and how to freaking trust it, because I know that everyone says your manifestation is going to come in divine timing, and you have to trust that it's going to come in divine timing and detach and let go, but great, how do you actually do that? So... I've had this experience in my reality over and over and over and over, right? Wanting to manifest something, it's not showing up, having to let go and trust it's coming in divine timing. And it's been a lesson that I've learned on an even deeper level in the past few months of my life. And I'm going to share my personal experience first. And I'm going to talk specifically about manifesting friendships right now, because that has been a big one for a lot of people. It's been a repeating topic that I get asked about, I think coming out of you know the quarantines and the pandemic and the past year or two it's it's been difficult for people to connect again and to create in-person community and friendships and 
I've been really lucky, or I shouldn't say lucky, blessed, uh, because I manifested on purpose. I've been very blessed with the beautiful people I've I've connected with in my life and manifested into my reality. And I want to share a bit more about what that journey looked like, the process of manifesting those friendships and the amount of trust it took. Because I know that you all see on my Instagram when I post all of my wins, like the beautiful community and friendships and love that I manifested into my life. I probably talked about it on every podcast episode because my heart is absolutely overflowing right now. Uh, but I don't think I've shared enough about the behind the scenes maybe of, of what it actually took to make that happen. And so I want to share with you how much trust and faith and surrender it took for me to get to a point in my life where I manifested the amount of community and friendships that I have. So at the beginning of the year, I moved to Costa Rica. I was there for five, six months, manifested the most incredible friendships up until that point in my life that I've ever experienced, the most incredible loving community I've ever experienced. When I left Costa Rica, uh, if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know, I moved to Miami unexpectedly and I went into like a three, four month void where I was processing a ton of deep, dark emotions and feels and feels and moving through my shadows and purging and really just like I was in a cocoon. I was the caterpillar in the cocoon, breaking down into mush before I turned into a butterfly. And all I wanted was to manifest friends in Miami. It was all I wanted. I was like, this is going to solve everything. I've done it before. I can do it again. Did all my manifestation rituals, all the things, and the friends didn't show up. And I remember thinking like, what is wrong with me? I literally remember talking to my coach about it. Like, I am so good at making friends. I am so good at manifesting friendships. Why are they not showing up? Why am I so alone? Why am I feeling so lonely? And I went through a brief time period of feeling like a victim. I was in extreme victim mode. Like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? I must be the only one in the world who can't attract friends. Like, there's got to be something wrong with me. What's going on? And then I came back to myself, right? Like, we all get to have those moments of complaining and venting and feeling like a victim. The important part is coming back to yourself and your truth and not staying there. Right, so I came back to my truth and remembered that, hey, everything I'm, everything I'm experiencing right now is preparing me for everything I've asked for. And if I'm avoiding and resisting my current experience, I am also avoiding and resisting everything I'm asking for. Right, The clue, the lesson, the growth necessary for me to manifest those friends is right now. It's right now in the void. And if I'm actively trying to avoid it, and actually trying to force myself to manifest friends now. I'm actually avoiding everything I need to manifest the friendships I want. And what I've realized is, you know, being in that space of the void and like purging all of those emotions. And I came, I opened up to a more authentic and free version of myself. I've never felt more aligned with who I am, who my highest self, as I do now after coming out of the void. And if I hadn't experienced those three months of being alone and processing my emotions and like just really, truly being deeply being with myself, there is no way I could have ever manifested the friendships that I manifested on the other side. Because the people I manifested on the other side are a match for me as the butterfly, right? I went into the void as a caterpillar, broke down into a mush, emerged as a butterfly. And the friendships I've attracted, the people I've attracted are a match for the butterfly, for this new version of myself. And so that was the divine timing. 
the friends were always coming. You know, we have soul contracts with the people in our lives who play a major part in our lives. I had soul contracts with the group of friends that I've attracted. But it took me time to get there because I had to experience being alone to be able to attract the friends in divine timing. And here's the other part. When you manifest things from a place of desperation and neediness, which would have been me when I first moved here, right? I wanted to avoid loneliness. I honestly wanted to avoid the feelings of grief that came with leaving Costa Rica and leaving that incredible chapter of my life behind. There was a lot of grief, a lot of emotion. I wanted so desperately to avoid that. I wanted so desperately to avoid the loneliness that I had this desperation to attract friends right away. And if I had kept with that, and tried to force and manifest friends, might have worked. But I would have felt even more lonely within those friendships. It would have simply amplified the same feelings that I was trying to avoid by manifesting them. And so by trusting in the divine timing and saying, hey, you know what? I have so contracts with these people. They're going to show up no matter what. If I can simply trust that they're coming and be with whatever is present right now, no matter how painful it is and how uncomfortable it is, I know that things are only going to get better. And to be completely honest, if I had manifested the friends right when I got to Miami, right when I thought I wanted them, I wouldn't have the clarity I have now. I wouldn't have this fire inside of me that I have now. It's like when you go into the void or when you dive deep into the shadows that you've been wanting to avoid, every single lesson that you need to get to where you want to go is there handed to you on a silver potter. But it's within the experience of diving deep into everything that you don't want to feel, that you want to avoid. And on the other side of purging everything that you've been trying to avoid that you don't want to feel, when you're brave enough to dive into that instead of running away, instead of force manifesting to avoid feeling whatever it is you don't want to feel, the clarity naturally arises to the surface and everyone wants to know, how do I find clarity? This is how you find clarity. You don't look for it. You allow it to arise naturally by working through whatever is blocking it. And I know I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go deep into it right now because I could talk about it for like an hour. <laughs> but if I hadn't allowed myself the space to be present with whatever was within that void, if I had instead of force manifested, right? Force myself to go out and manifest, like force action to manifest the friendships, I wouldn't have the clarity I have now. I wouldn't have the lightness I have now. I wouldn't have had the space to purge everything I had to purge. I wouldn't have learned to be closer with myself. I, I now know myself on a deeper level that I did not know myself four months ago. I've learned so much about myself that I didn't know four months ago. I've become a different version of myself. And this is the version of myself I was meant to be to attract the people I was meant to be with. And this goes for anything in life. This doesn't just mean friendships. Money, love, soulmates, dream jobs, dream apartments, right? My dream apartment also showed up right after I left the void. (laughs) And I know everything else is coming too. And if you don't allow yourself time and space to grow in between your manifestations, to be present with yourself, you're going to keep manifesting the same sorts of things. So if you want to manifest something different, something better, something that's in alignment with a new version of yourself, you have to give yourself space to become and evolve into that new version of yourself. 
And so this is why divine timing is so important. If you're rushing things, if you're like, no, my manifestation has to come tomorrow. Well, great. Maybe it will come tomorrow, but it's not going to bring you what you're actually looking for. It's either going to break down, it's going to leave, it's going to amplify feelings you're trying to avoid. It's not going to bring you fulfillment. It's going to come and you're going to feel even more unfulfilled and confused. If you try to force things to come when you think you want them, you're avoiding the actual bliss that is possible when they come in divine timing. And that can be difficult to understand until you've experienced it. But the lesson is now. The experience is now. The growth is now. The evolvement is now. The manifestation is coming. And the sooner you're able to surrender to the now, the sooner it will actually come in the way that is the most fulfilling for you in your own path. And this is why, you know, there's two different kinds of manifesting. There's force manifesting and then there's attraction manifesting where you're attracting in divine timing, where you're not forcing anything, where you're allowing things to come in the exact timing they are meant to. This doesn't mean not taking action. This means surrendering what the outcome of that action has to look like, right? When we take action and we put this, we have this attachment to it. We say, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and I need to manifest five clients by tomorrow at 5 PM. That's force. That's saying I'm only taking this action because I think it's going to bring me my manifestation by 5 PM tomorrow. That's not intuitive aligned inspired action. That's forced action. Attraction manifesting is saying, I feel aligned and inspired to take this action. It's exciting to me. And you know what? I desire to attract those clients. I know that they're already on their way and we have a soul contract together and they're going to show up in divine timing. And if they don't show up tomorrow, I would love them to show up tomorrow. But if they don't, I know that it's because there is a lesson for me to learn within the space of what I want not coming yet. I know that what I want not coming is simply preparing me for what I want coming in a more magical way than I could have ever imagined. And truly ask yourself, like if I knew with absolute certainty, it was absolutely guaranteed to me with a hundred thousand percent certainty that everything I want to manifest right now, that thing I'm so worried about, it's coming in exactly 10 days. It's guaranteed to arrive in 10 days. It's going to show up delivered at your front door, whatever it is. You can't do anything to force it to come sooner and it won't come any later either. It will be here in exactly 10 days. Now, how would you show up in your life in the next 10 days? What would you do to prepare for it to be here? How would you be more present in your life? What would you allow yourself to do more of? Because when you show up in this way as if it's already coming because it is, you also speed up your manifestation. And then you're going to be in a headspace of taking action because it's exciting versus because you're trying to force your manifestation to show up. And I'm going to give you an example of how to apply this to dating because my roommate and I, my roommate and I, we're both single, we're both dating and we spend hours and hours and hours talking about the energetics of it and it's so much fun but we were recently asking ourselves this question like hey if we knew with absolute certainty that 
our soulmates, the person that we are meant to be with forever, like the soulmate love. Let's just imagine that that is showing up for both of us in let's say exactly one year. I know with absolute certainty that the man I'm going to be with for the rest of my life is showing up in one year. How would I show up differently in my life right now? And I was like, wow, there are actually many ways I'd be showing up differently. I would stop looking at every single guy I date as a potential husband and start appreciating who and how he is right now. I would have more fun. I would be more present with every single man and dating experience I have, whether it's a friendship or a date or just someone I'm meeting at a bar or a restaurant. I would stop holding them up to a checklist and seeing if they fit the checklist of my future soulmate or my future husband and I would simply appreciate and I would be more present for the lessons I meant to learn because not every person that we date is meant to be our soulmate but they're all meant to teach us something to reflect something back to us to help us evolve into the person who is ready for that soulmate if you desire one and when we get so caught up in our manifestations right and so for me it being like this soulmate person or this perfect partner I wanted to attract when you get so caught up and attached to it you can get so lost in that story of them needing to show up now that you miss out on all these incredible experiences that are present for you that may not be exactly what you think you're looking for but could potentially be better and so what I learned from that experience is the biggest key to letting go to to allowing divine timing to take place is to being more present right now How can you be more present right now? Because when you're so focused on your manifestation needing to come, you're actually losing out on the present moment and all the magic that is right here. And you know what? The present moment is all you will ever freaking get. There will never be more than the present moment. The past is gone. The future is not here and you're not guaranteed that it will ever come. Right freaking now is all you will ever have. That's where the bliss is. Like pursuit of bliss, the bliss is right now. The bliss is not in the partner manifesting, the money manifesting, the house manifesting. No, the bliss is not there. It's right now. The bliss is in the present moment. And what many of us do without realizing it is we project our happiness. We say, you know what? I'm not going to allow myself to feel this bliss, this fulfillment, this happiness until the clients come, until the money comes, until my business takes off, until the partner comes, until blah, 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 the list goes on, until the manifestations show up. But the truth is none of that is ever going to bring you what you're looking for because the present moment holds what you're looking for. You already have everything you need within you. The fulfillment, the bliss, the happiness, it comes from connecting to right now comes from connecting to source, to spirit, to God, to universe, to your highest self. That is all connection to the present moment because everything around you in this moment is a reflection of of source, of God, of the universe, of your higher being. Like every single moment, every single interaction, every every single second of existence is communication with the divine, whatever that means for you whether it's God, source, spirit, universe, highest self, or all of the above or something else. Every single moment is communication with the divine. And when we are so lost in reliving the past or worrying about the present, we're missing out on the reason we came here. 
We're missing out on the beauty and the love and the bliss that comes from connecting with the divine. Everything around you is beautiful when you look for it. Like as I'm saying this, I'm looking at my window and the sun just got brighter and like my whole room lit up, which was just such a divine synchronicity and communication with the divine every single moment when you slow down is divine and you miss out. I would have missed out on this moment of the sun shining and lighting up my whole room. I would have missed out on the divine nature of that moment. Like that moment, my whole body got chills. I felt like this like euphoria within me when I connected with that. Like I have a smile on my face right now. I would have missed out on that if I was worrying about when my next business goal was going to manifest or when my soulmate was going to show up. And when you're projecting your happiness or fulfillment or bliss or any of these feelings on something needing to come, there's always going to be something else. You're never going to reach true fulfillment, true joy, true bliss. Like every time your manifestation comes and you feel that short term, yes, like euphoria, that rush, that high, it's a great feeling. But then it's going to fade. And then you're going to be looking for the next rush, the next manifestation. And we can get addicted to manifesting in the same way you can get addicted to drinking or drugs or online shopping or anything right nothing is bad or good it's all neutral it's our relationship to it and if you're trying to force manifest and obsessed about when your manifestations are coming because you've outsourced your happiness or you've outsourced your your bliss or your joy or your freedom or whatever it might be you're never going to truly attain it because life will always have polarity Life will always have polarity. There will always be ups and downs. Manifestations come, manifestations go. And the question isn't like, can you manifest a million dollars tomorrow? The question is, if you manifested a million dollars and then you lost it, would you still be okay? Or are you so attached to the outcome that you cannot be at peace, you cannot experience joy, unless your manifestations are here and they stay. That means that you've given your power away to something outside of you. This is why it's like when I meet people, when I hire mentors, when I work with coaches, when I meet people I'm, I'm looking to date, when I meet potential friends, anything, I don't care what you have in your life. I don't care what you've manifested as much as I care about how you got there and who you are outside of that. You can have $10 million and all the fancy cars and, you know, the charity and all that stuff. But if it disappeared overnight, who would you be tomorrow? Because yes, like I want people around me in my space who work on themselves and who manifest at a high level and who aren't afraid of abundance and who are wealthy in every meaning of the word in all areas of their life. But I care more about how you got there. Did you do it with integrity? Did you do it with a generous heart? you do it from a place of love or fear? That's what matters to me. That's why I highly recommend you use discernment when you're hiring mentors, dating people, meeting friends, whatever it might be. Use discernment. Look at more than just what people are sharing, what they've manifested. Like, great, that's amazing. But how did you get there? Who are you outside of that? Who would you be without that? Because the thing is, if you're forced manifesting, if you're manifesting from a place outside of surrender, outside of trust and divine timing, if you're outsourcing and projecting your fulfillment on your manifestations, you're most likely going to eventually lose them. 
you're going to eventually disappear. And I see this happen. And the reason is the universe wants the most for you. Your highest self wants the most for you. And if your manifestations are holding you back from attaining the most, they're going to disappear. If you're manifesting things and you're, you've attached your worth or your fulfillment or your bliss to them, they're eventually going to disappear because they can't bring that for you. They can't provide that for you. Only you can provide it for yourself. And so eventually you're going to have to learn that lesson and you can either learn it now and manifest from a centered place, from a place of attraction and trusting in divine timing, or you can learn it later when the things that you've attached your worth to disappear. Or you can learn it on your deathbed when you realize that it all meant nothing without the internal wealth, the internal abundance. And I can explain this over and over and over and over, and you'll understand it on a logical level, but living it and embodying it is something completely different. And it is much more difficult to live and embody this. It's very brave to live and embody this. Because it means trusting that even when there's no proof and, and nothing's here and things seem like they're moving backward, that there's a much bigger plan than one you could ever imagine for yourself. And I actually had this like visual of you know, me being in the void and life feeling like it was moving backwards. But when life feels like it's moving backwards, oftentimes it's really a quantum leap forwards. It just doesn't make sense to our logical brains. And I imagine it like, imagine a puzzle and the puzzle is put together, but some pieces are in the wrong places and it's just, it's kind of a mess, but it's put together. So from far away, the puzzle seems like it's put together, but you get closer and you realize that none of the pieces are in the right places and it really was just a facade. And so in order to put it together the right way, it has to be taken apart, right? And so you put, you put the puzzle back in the box and you shake up all the pieces so they break apart and then you put the puzzle piece back together and it becomes this beautiful, gorgeous landscape or whatever the puzzle is that you would have never seen the beauty of if you had never taken it apart to put it back together in the first place. And that's what the universe sometimes does in our lives. We feel like things are put together. Like, no, I have it all together. My life is good. The universe is like, no, no, no. But I can see what the puzzle should actually look like. You can't see that yet, but I can see. And I can see how we get there. We got to shake things up. We got to break everything apart first. And that's painful to be in that space of things being taken apart, of things shaking up in the first place. That's painful because we can't see the final result. We can't see what the puzzle is supposed to look like. We can only see what there already was. And this is what surrender feels like. Trusting that when the puzzle is in the box and the universe is shaking it and everything is falling apart and you feel like you're moving backward, it's a really quantum leap forward. You just can't see it yet. And the puzzle will be put back together in absolute divine timing for your life. So in the midst of everything being shaken apart, come back to the present moment. My mantra is, I have everything I need. I have everything I need right now. I have everything I need. I trust. Things are falling apart so the universe can put them back together in a more magical and fulfilling way for my life so that my life can play out 
in the highest possible way. Things are rearranging so that I can realign with the highest path for my life. Most people aren't brave enough to do this. They resist the present moment so much. They resist things changing so much that they force things to stay how they are, right? You can get a million signs that you're meant to break up with that person. A million signs that this job isn't meant for you anymore. A million signs that uh, you're meant to move somewhere else. And yet, you could still force yourself to stay where you are. Because it's painful to say, wait, this isn't working anymore. Maybe there's something better. That's painful. To let go of something that felt safe, that felt comfortable, that used to bring you a lot of joy and fulfillment. Maybe it just doesn't in the same way anymore. But letting go of something good is hard. Because it means a time period of pain. But sometimes... If you're committed to an incredible, magical, great life, you have to sometimes let go of good for great. And letting go of something that is good is never going to be easy because you can't yet see the great. You can't see what it looks like. You can't see what the something better is. All you can see is the pain that's ahead of you when you say goodbye to something good. Whether that's that's a relationship, a job, a career, a business, a way of doing things, anything. But you have to let go of what is no longer lighting you up to make space for something that will light you up in a more magical way. And that something is going to come in divine timing. But first you got to make space for it, clear out what isn't in alignment, have the hard conversations. You know, everything that you want is on the other side of everything you're avoiding. That thing you really don't want to do with the hard conversation, the scary investment, the showing up in the authentic way that's terrifying. Everything you want is on the other side of that. And so I don't want you to say, oh, but Kristen said trust in divine timing. So I'm just going to sit and wait for the divine timing. No, (laughs) trusting in divine timing doesn't mean not taking the scary action. I mentioned this before, but I just feel like I need to mention it again. It's not an excuse to do nothing. Take the scary action and trust that the benefits of that scary action will play out in the most divine timing possible. If you got what you wanted right when you wanted it, it wouldn't be your highest path. Or you would have received it already. All right. So when you're feeling attachment to your manifestation coming now, bring yourself back to the present moment. Take deep breaths. Connect to the earth. Go ground. Put your feet on some grass. Look at the sky. Notice the colors. Like notice the sounds of the birds. Ask for a sign. Come back to the present moment. Come back to right now. Remember you have everything already within you. Reconnect to that. All of the wealth in the world is already within you, waiting for you to realize that you already freaking have it. It's here, it's now, it's inside of you. Connect to that. True wealth can only be found in the present moment, and when you find that, all else is attracted to it. Everything you want, if you want it, it's already yours, or you wouldn't have a desire for it. But it's going to come in the best possible timing for your life because the universe sees timelines you don't see. Hears thoughts you don't hear. Sees outcomes you don't have the ability to see because we can't see into every future outcome. And sometimes not receiving something is a gift. It's just a gift that we're not able to fully process or understand yet. How can we be more present? How can we notice the gifts in the small moments? The butterfly that flew past your face. That person on the street who smiled at you. The joke your friend made that resulted in a belly laugh. Like these are the things we miss. 
This is the abundance that we miss when we're caught up in the future and what's not here yet. The small moments. Like, we came here for these moments. I know my soul came here for these moments. The belly laughs. The connection with the stranger on on the street. The crazy synchronicities. The butterflies. The sunsets. That feeling of awe when you watch a sunset and you're just like, wow, what is this universe I'm living in? This is why I came here. My soul feels so connected to this. I came here for the magic and the magic is in the little things. The magic is right here, right now in the present moment. That's all. With that said, I know I mentioned a few podcasts ago, I'm going to be launching a small group offer for you guys. I've actually received a bunch of emails and DMs about those of you who are interested in coaching with me in a small group container. I plan to be sharing details on that this week. I'm really excited because I haven't done this before. It's going to be a very unique offering. You're going to get unlimited access to support from me. You're also going to get small group calls with myself and other leaders. So if you're really wanting to step into the next level to massively invest in yourself and your growth in your future, if you're ready to dive into manifestation on a deeper level, or if you're navigating the void, this is for you send me a DM so I can send you details to apply. Send me a DM on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore or an email support at Pursuit of Bliss.com. My team will get it to me. If you feel called, even if you don't know why, trust your intuition. If you're feeling like that goosebumps or like a flutter in your stomach or you just have that intuitive like urge and you're not sure why and you don't even know what kind of support you want, it's okay. Reach out to me. Let's chat and see if it could be for you. And if this podcast resonated with you, I would love you to share it with friends and family, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me so I can repost. If you feel inspired to leave a review on iTunes, it always means the world to me when you do that. It helps me out so much as a podcaster and creator, helps get the word out there. If you do choose to do that, take a screenshot of your review before you submit it and email it to support at brucetabliss.com and we'll send you over a free gift to your inbox. And I love you so, so much, so much. Hope you find the beauty in the small moments this week and uh, I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day.